Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast. Show us a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight I am joined by my brother, by my buddy, by the guy I chat with. Probably more than I do my wife. Mike, what's up, man? I can agree to that. I probably chat with you more than my wife as well, too. So uh, I think we're on the same page when it comes to that. And I think my wife gets a little jealous sometimes. You know, sometimes you'll call, oh, Justin's calling you again. I'm sure Katie says the same thing. A hundred percent, man. He's like, oh, which, which one of your boyfriends are you talking to now? It's like, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. As I kick my legs and lay on the bed mm-hmm. um, and we tell stories. Uh, yeah, man. How, how's your week? I know you all have got some, uh, you know, it's getting colder weather up there and probably getting busier for you. Yeah, uh, it is getting a little colder up here. As you can see, I have the heater on. I, I had to bust out and put that out. It's uh, kind of cold in the garage. Uh, luckily, we haven't had any kind of snow yet. You know, the the, uh, the dirty word for here for us here. Uh, but you know, uh, uh, Laura's in Michigan, as a matter of fact, taking care of her dad because dad's had some health things going on. So I'm like a bachelor life. You know, the kids are loving it. My daughter's planning raves and parties, and then, you know, I think it's party time. Like uh, like I'm a college kid again. But uh, it's been good. It's been good. Me and the girls have had some good. Uh, family bonding time and um you know other than that we're we're we're, we're just kind of plugging along getting getting the real Chris, christmas festive mood you know well i was going to ask you so you're plugging along because it should be light at the end of the tunnel look there's not one person that i think i've wanted to travel to walt disney world more mm-hmm. than you mm-hmm. uh you've had multiple trips canceled and the fact that now you're what little over two weeks away three weeks away before you'll be uh, in the Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day, so that's that's man, that's got to be a refreshing thought that you're like, all right, cool, I'm finally getting back down. How corny is it that I'm excited to be on Carousel of Progress on Christmas Day? It's not corny at all. I mean, that's one of the greatest scenes in all of Disney, you know, animatronic ride technology, and you know that 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 famous last Christmas scene, and we're gonna be there on Christmas. Uh, what was cool also was we were able to score. Um, we talked about it on our going back a couple episodes about some of the new dining options that were opening and uh, we scored a crystal palace dinner in magic kingdom i mean you know you know dining in magic kingdom is tough as it is but mm-hmm. to get crystal palace and i'm gonna get to see the new non-buffet family style kind of food uh it's gonna be a little weird being there without characters but um i mean listen a view of the castle on christmas day what's a better place to have christmas do you did you ever think you would do christmas at disney not a chance. I, 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 you can go back to the podcast, and I'm sure Scott Zobel will tell you what episode and what mark I said it, and I said I would never, ever, ever, ever do it. But going forward now with the with the opportunity that we have now to go with a limited type of uh, capacity, I think now is the better, probably, hopefully, the only time we'll ever get to do it at this limited capacity. Yeah, no, I, and that's what I've told multiple people. It's like if you ever want to experience Disney Christmas, this is the time to do it mm-hmm. because it's you're never gonna have this experience ever again. Um, speaking of Christmas and speaking of things getting busy, uh, once again we're missing the big guy. Uh, you know, 
it's different where he lives. They don't have people helping out with uh, Amazon packages. You know, where I'm at and where you're at, Mike, we have Amazon vans pretty much. Mm-hmm. I would say you have the same thing I do that bring everything where Jay, you know, with his job is responsible for that. And he is just working crazy hours. Um, I will tell you this, though. Um, this is a great week to uh, to become part of the patron because I know Jay did do a special episode. He had some time free um, with our good buddy Dave and a patron-only episode, and that's going to be dropping real soon. So uh, make sure to, uh, if you've been thinking about it, now's a great time to join that patron family and, uh, and get access to these extra episodes because uh, we've got some really fun stuff coming up, man. I mean, I... Mike, I don't want to get into it, but you know, chatting with you and and Jay and the changes that we're making, I'm really excited what 2021 is going to bring for the Disney Dads family. New year, new us. Maybe we'll I like just it. leave it at that. We'll go I with like that. It. I like yeah, it a lot. I like that. Um, well, I tell you what, let's uh, let's get into what our topic is tonight. We started thinking about, you know, I'm heading down to the parks here in two days, three days. Uh, I'll be down there uh, for a weekend. I'm taking my mom. We're staying at Beach Club. Um, and, uh, we have a one bedroom over there. So that'll be really nice to have Nana and Riley in the parks together. I always enjoy that, man, to get those pictures. And I think that's something that Riley will cherish for a long time as, you know, those experiences she has with her Nana, uh, at Disney. Um, we, we started talking about what's the best time to go to Disney. You know, the, the one thing that I, I have a benefit with living so close is that, I literally go year-round. I go lots of different times throughout the year. Uh, and Mike, you know, you guys being DVC as well, you guys have traveled a lot of different times as well. And maybe a lot of times where it's off-peak and there's not a lot of people. So Mike and I started talking. We were talking about what we were going to do tonight. And we started thinking, if we were going to label and list the months from the worst month of the year to travel to Walt Disney World to the best what would we do? And we sat down today, and we we talked it over the phone, and I think we came up with a pretty good list of uh, of of from the worst to the best months to travel to Walt Disney World. So, uh, Mike, why don't you start us off? We're going to start at number twelve, the worst month to travel to Walt Disney World. We'll dive into each of these months a little bit, our opinion on why we wouldn't travel or why we would travel uh, during that time. Yeah, I went with them. Well, we both went with number 12, uh, July. And it's kind of ironic because we had our Disney Dads podcast cruise in July. And for any of you that were on the podcast cruise can attest, man, it was probably one of the hottest few days ever in the park. The parks were completely crowded. It was, you know, it, it was insane. You know, July is one of those months where pretty much everybody's out of school. So the kids are pretty much free. So your school schedule is open for your typical summer vacation. The parks are near to capacity, especially during 4th of July. I mean, listen, Main Street, fireworks, 4th of July, you know, that that's just screams Americana and Disney. So that whole July time frame, man, we definitely thought that that was probably one of the worst times to go. There's really not any festivals going on. There's The, the heat is insane. The crowds are, are really busy. There's not a lot of specials going on when it comes to getting a room so i think to me personally the least amount of time that i ever want to go was in july yeah you nailed it with the fact that we were there with a bunch of our disney dad's family that you know two july's ago it's been two july's ago now is that crazy yeah that's the last time one was july there. ago was it 2019 2019 19. so one july ago that was the last time you were there wasn't it yeah wow it's gonna be quite different this time you're not gonna be sweating uh profusely everywhere you know as you walk down main street mm-hmm. um you know it's it's for me if I have to, there's reasons people have to plan trips in July, whether it be your teacher or, you know, just your job. It's the only time you can get off. 
but it's expensive. It's it's one of the more expensive times to go to the parks. And like you said, it's busy. It's crazy busy. You know, I mean, the crowds are, are really, really high. And you nailed it, dude. I, I live down here. I'm used to hot weather. I don't have an issue with hot weather. Except for being in Animal Kingdom in July. You might as well <laughs> have just wrapped me like a burrito in a wet tortilla and put me in a microwave. I mean, it was crazy how hot it was. I remember Mike and I were standing over by Splash Mountain. And we both looked at each other. And we went, I'm done. This is like 2 p.m. I'm done. I'm going back to the resort. And we all three, me, you, and Jay, went back to the resort. And we swam and hung out and had drinks and did all that stuff. Because the parks in July were just too much. I mean, mm-hmm. just way, way too much to handle. We gave up fast passes that day. We had we had like we 4 did. o'clock That's fast right. passes for yeah, yeah. Space Mountain. And we were like, nah, nah not today. We'll ride That's that right. another day. I, I forgot about that. We're like, I'm good. I've done it. I'm, I'm going to go back yeah. and, and get out of this heat. Uh, I'll bring us to number 11. Look, we're going to go to uh, to July's favorite cousin. And that's June. I mean, it's uh, for me, June is one of those months for multiple reasons, kind of like July. It's uh, it's very hot. Uh, there's not festivals really going on. Uh, it's uh, it's it's also expensive. Um, and also, you still the the reason June is better than July for me, Mike, is you still have some school systems that are still in school. Mm-hmm. So if you go in early June, you kind of catch that like beginning of summer, not quite that busy. You know, it's it's not quite as hot yet. It's not that humid yet uh, compared to July and, and maybe a little later on in the year. So for me, June definitely is better than July. But still, if I'm planning a Disney trip and if I have lots of opportunities to travel, I'm sticking away from June as well. I'm not going in June. That's probably one of the few months out of the year that I could say I think I've ever been to Disney. Like you know, Going over this list and, we you know, we were kind of talking about it today. And and I said, you know, I'm trying to think which months, you know, out of experience. And June's one of those months that I've never really experienced. And I think it's because it to me, my kids get out of school the end of June, and to me, that's too close to July, especially with the crowds and with the mm-hmm. with the kids first being off. So uh, that's definitely one of the months that I have yet to be down in Disney for. Yeah, yeah, for me, and it's it's you know what if I don't go that month, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would much rather go during some of the other months that are that are here. So uh, Mike, take us on to number ten. You know, what's funny about number 10, We were, obviously we were talking about that. Now, you were saying how in June, how some kids are in school later and whatnot. Now, August used to be one of our favorite times to go, especially when the kids were in school and I was kind of nervous about taking them out of school. See, for us in, New, in the Northeast, the New York tri-state area, uh, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, a lot of their schools don't go back till September. And the last week of August t- tends to be one of those weeks where the Southern schools are already back in school. I'm sure you know Riley's already back. She's mm-hmm. you know, doing her school stuff. But for us up here in the Northeast, it tends to be one of those times where we don't go back yet. So a lot of people up here, their summer vacations are done. They've done their big trips in July. So I, we've gone quite a bit in August. But let me tell you, we've only gone in August because that was a time when the kids were off. It was a little less crowded for us. Man, a couple weeks before that, if you go the first or second week of August, it's really crowded. And like you were saying earlier today, I think August is just as hot, if not hotter, than July sometimes. It is. Yeah, oh, 100%. I, there's days in August where I feel like it's hotter than July. And it's hard to say that because I've had two experiences with uh, heat in July in Disney. And they both have been the most extreme thing I've had. One was the one we talked about, Disney Dad's Podcast Cruise in 2019. 
and two was 2018 in July in um, Disneyland. And it was when we had just been to Alani, mm-hmm. flew back, and we were at Disneyland. And it was the day I did the Walking in Walt's Footsteps tour. And I started at like 8 a.m. So it wasn't that quite that hot yet. By the time I met up with Katie at 1230, uh, it was 113 degrees. Katie's was wearing flip-flops. You know, like the... Do, are, do you all do this? It's completely off topic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you do this in the North. This is a Southern thing for us. March, April, sometime in there, we go to Old Navy and I just buy every color sandal they have. Like, because they have those like $2 sandals. Oh, little yeah, cheap yeah, ones, yeah, yeah. little cheap like about. rubber yeah. ones. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the cheap. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm in sandals year round down here almost. Uh, so we go and we buy those. So she was wearing a pair of those, like those little cheap sandals. Mm-hmm. Dude, the bottoms melted completely. Mm-hmm. They were melting and sticking to the concrete because that's how hot the concrete was. Um, so those are my two experiences. Um, but August, I've had experience where it's been as hot. I mean, it's been as humid. It may even be more humid in August because I feel like we get more rain mm-hmm. in August than we do in July. Um, don't check the weather on me here. Don't <laughs> don't call Jim Cantori and, and call me out on that. I might be completely wrong, but I feel like it. So uh, for me, the only the only positive with August is you start to sneak into some festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, you start to have some times where you may get a cooler evening. You know, uh, it really uh, for August for me, especially later in August, all the kids are back in school. Um, if you can sneak down, it's really gets gets nice. But for me. For for me to say August is great and to pinpoint literally one week, uh, I don't think that it can be really high on our list. I can't be like, well, August is fantastic because for four days it's amazing, you know, because right. the crowds are less and stuff like that. So I think August fits really well in at number ten. Yeah, we've also been seeing the not so scary has been starting to show up the yeah. last week of August, the last it's couple crazy. of days. So uh, we'll see if that trend continues when the parks start to get back to normal. You know, get in that last week and. You know, boom, the fall decorations are up. It's 110 degrees out, and, uh, you know, it's time for do some you, Halloween. Do you think festivals start too early? It's never too early for a festival. See, me too. I'm the same way. Like always, parties, like Mickey's Very Merry and, and Mickey's Not So Scary? Well, I wouldn't start the Christmas party in August, you know? Right, like, right, uh, right. Like, I, I know you would want to, but, you know, I, I'm fine uh, with I the like Halloween, Halloween though, man. Yeah. Oh, Halloween's great. Yeah. I, I think they time it pretty well. I think, um, I, I think they do a great job creating a broad range of days to try and include as many people as possible because, you mm-hmm. know, people's time is important when it comes to taking vacations and breaks and, and time off. So I think the, the longer they draw them out, even if it's not technically in that holiday season, it doesn't matter. You're giving more people an opportunity to experience something that, you know, uh, you're not exclusive to just being the last week of October or the second to last week of October. Well, and also it's money. I mean, oh, they're making like, like the more festivals you do, or the more more uh, not festivals, the more um, uh, parties you do, the more money you're making. That's I. To be honest, man, this year, I think I've missed that more than any. I mean, I missed the cruise line more than anything Disney wise, mm-hmm. but I've missed the Mickey's Not So Scary and Mickey's Very Merry a lot. Like that's been my. This is a weird year because we go every year. That's our thing. You know, right. we go every single year. So for me, I'm uh, I'm I'm definitely uh, ready for things to get back to normal, so we can have those at the end of August, and we can go. And they're a little cheaper too. They're, you know, the party's a little cheaper at the end of August than it is if you go October 31st. Yep. So I'll uh, I'll take that any day. I'm gonna take us to number nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, ninth on our list is uh, is a month that we actually used to travel in quite a bit. We used to go there uh, quite a bit because Riley wasn't in school yet; she was young. 
Uh, the weather is pretty nice, and uh, the crowds are very, very low. But I now that Riley's in school, it's impossible to go. And now that I look back on it, I don't think it would have to, it would move up our list further than this. And that's February. Um, February for me was a month where I only went because the crowds were less. Like, it didn't have any other draw for me other than that. You know, one of my worst trips ever was in February, believe it or not. And it just happened to be the perfect storm. It was one of those, it was the trip that we took Laura's parents on. And, you know, the, you know, take the grandparents and, you know, get to see their grandkids in the park. And I said, oh, I've heard many times the, the week in February that the spring, that the, uh, that the, uh, we have that that February break that the Northeast schools are off. They're mm-hmm. the only ones that are really off a lot. Let's go down there and do that. It'll be great. I've heard great things about it. And this is kind of Disney newbies, you know, in our first couple of years. Well, anyway, we go down there, and it was pretty hard to get a reservation. And I'm saying, well, it's kind of hard considering, you know, it's supposed to be not that busy of a week. Well, it just so happened that the week that we were down in February, our northeastern schools were off. They do it for some kind of fuel saving or some kind of nonsense, this February break stuff. So we were off. So all of the northeast was on its way down there. That was the, the airfare was ridiculous. Everybody was headed down to Florida. Just so happened that it was Mardi Gras week, so everybody down south was off. <laughs> it just so happened that it was a race week, uh, marathon stuff going on. It just so happened that the Orlando, uh, the, that the Daytona 500 was going on. Also, the Orlando uh, basketball all-star game was going on. So there was like this huge just conversion of a million different things going on at once and it was we were there on one february day and the parks were capacity you know they were locking us out for the day like if you were in a magic kingdom you wow, were out really oh it was one of the most i always compare trips to that and i mean you couldn't walk down main street you were shoulder to shoulder you were arm you were next to everybody and what the worst part about it was was it was laura's mom's first trip and since you know since laura was a you know a, a small mm-hmm. child and she was on a scooter and I mean, it's bad enough getting around Magic Kingdom on a regular day, but to try and get around on a scooter and those kind of crowds, forget it. So that was uh, that was probably one of our worst February trips ever. Yeah, we. So like I said, the only positive for me for February is the crowds. Now, this has been ten years ago. Disney has very subtly and very smartly uh, injected things into the plans to where now there are no slow times at Disney. There are no more where you're going to go and you don't see anybody, you know, at the Magic Kingdom on a normal, normal day. Um, Thus, like Marathon Weekend, Princess Marathon, you know, all that kind of stuff going on. And then they bring in, you know, football and and they bring in the cheerleaders and they bring in tours and, you know, like all that stuff. And they've learned to fill those voids like February with people. So thus filling those voids with people thus takes away. All my want and need to travel in the month of February. So coming in at number nine, I think it's uh, I think it's right where it deserves to be. What about uh, April, Justin? Have you had any experience going in April? Has I have. Yeah, list? April. April coming in at number eight. Uh, I I like April. Um, the one reason I really like April is it's beautiful at Disney in the spring. Um, it's really nice. But the problem with April is, and why it's not higher on the list is, uh, look, April brings a lot of spring breaks. So a lot of times when kids are out of school, um, I mean, our, the Southern schools are all out usually that second week of April, and uh, everyone wants to go to Disney. So you get those crowds that all have similar age kids that are all traveling for the same reason. 
and uh, you do get busier and busier and busier in April. The other downfall with April is look, there's a rhyme, there's a song about it. April uh, showers bring May flowers. So <laughs> if I'm going in April, I can expect rain. I mean, at least you're going to get that three o'clock pop every single day where you're going to get that downpour. And uh, not to say you're not going to get that on a random trip the rest of the year, but April, your higher chance of rain, higher chance of not being able to have those pool days and uh, do all that fun stuff. So, yes, we've gone in April. We'll be going in April again maybe this year. Um, we have Alani planned. If Alani's not – we're going to talk about this a little bit on the patron side. If Alani's not completely back open, we're going to wait on Alani. So we'll just go go back down to Central Florida because I, I don't want to fly all the way to Hawaii and not have – you know, Alani completely open with the kids clubs and characters and, and all that. So, um, yeah, it, April for me is a, April for me is a fun month to go because it, you look, you got flower and garden, you got, uh, you know, the parks are, parks are beautiful. The weather other than the rain is nice, but, uh, but yeah, there's, there's better months to travel for sure. You've ever been in April? Uh, yeah. Oh, I think we went in April one time during the spring, you know, the Easter spring break. Yeah. And, um, it, we happened to catch it. Like we had a couple of busy days, but then we had a couple of days where it was really good. We kept the kids out of school. So for the couple of days that the kids were, um, out of school, those days were busy. But then as soon as the kids were back in school and we were kind of playing hooky with the kids, mm-hmm. uh, then it got much better. It was, um, it, we were able to do a lot more walk on stuff. So yeah, we've gone in April, you know, during Easter time. Yeah, Flower and Garden's a, a big draw, too. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it's so pretty. And I, I love that Epcot's become the festival center for the United States. I mean, it's like, pick a time other than summer, and there's a festival going on. And don't be shocked, man, if they don't roll some sort of, like, summer festival out at some point, you know, and, and do something there. I, I could really see that happening and just doing it a year-round. It's an influx of money. I yeah. mean, you, you set those places up, and I'm going. I'm, I'm going to buy the merch. I'm going to buy the food. I'm going to buy the drinks. I'm going to buy all that stuff. So, um, yeah, April is uh, April is great, but I definitely think that uh, it comes in at number eight. It's right in the right spot because coming in at number seven, Mike, is uh, the month that's right before it, March. Um, for me, I love going to Disney in March. I love it. Don't get to go as often anymore now that Riley's a little bit older, but I really enjoy Disney in March, and here's why. The crowds are less, and the weather is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, during the day, you know, typically it's, like, mid to high 70s, and in the evenings, like, mid-60s. I mean, it's just perfect. I mean, beautiful weather in March in Central Florida. So, for me, that's a big draw. And, of course, you got Flower and Garden starting, too. So, you still get that festival, less crowds, and uh, and, and awesome weather. You get the tail end sometimes of the art festival too, right? Doesn't it end of the couple of days in March? It would have to be right at the beginning of March you'd go. Like, yeah. The, like, yeah, like the first three or four days I think it closes up, right? Yeah. Then there's a couple of weeks in between and the flower starts. Flower and Garden, yeah. Yep, very cool. I miss Flower and Garden this year. Yeah, well, I was supposed to be there. Thanks. Yeah, well, me too. <laughs> yeah, I know, right, man? That's. Do you think – all right, so I think we talked, chatted a little bit about the festivals. Do you think – Flower and Garden is slowly taking over from Food and Wine as the best festival. I think that the popularity of Food and Wine has made it um, not as desirable to go to because it's so crowded. Yeah. I think the underdog is the flower is the uh, flower festival because not a lot of, not a lot of people go. The weather is good. I think some of the food offerings are just as good. But I, I'll tell you, I haven't I haven't been to the Flower Festival in a while. 
the art festival is amazing, and yeah. um, I think that's going to slowly creep up to be the uh, the front runner over food and wine. But food and wine is just it, for the non Disney people. When you talk about the festivals at Epcot, food and wine is the first thing that comes to mind. I think it's been around the longest. It's one of the biggest ones. Um, a lot of people get to experience it because of the time of year that it is. But I think that the other ones are uh, slowly making their way up and uh, getting their rankings up and at how good of a festival they really are. Oh yeah, I mean, look, it's uh. Food and wine is the Beatles, you know what I mean? When you mm-hmm. talk about, like, you're like, all right, that's the big one right there. That's yep. the one everyone looks forward to. It's also been going on, you know, forever. So they've been able to uh, to grow that throughout the years. So uh, March or April, Mike, is that a must-do for you, or would you rather go other times of the year? Um, you know, if, if I can go in April, not during the spring break time, when it's not at that peak capacity for that mm-hmm. short amount of time, then obviously, yeah, weather-wise, it's great to go. Uh I enjoy that type of weather when you're not sweating. You know, we talked about how bad it was in July. To be able to go and just kind of really experience and walk around and not feel like, you know, you're changing your shirt five times a day uh, is really good. So if I can get during that particular time, I'd love to go. Nice, nice. Uh, Why don't you take us on to uh, number six on the list? Number six. Number six on our list is going to be May. And, you know, we're rounding the top six months on when it's a good time to go and hopefully I'll be there in May this year. Uh, both my daughters are competitive cheerleaders and there's supposed to be a competition this year in May uh, at the Wide World of Sports. Hopefully you know, if it's not going to be virtual, we don't know what's going to be happening yet. So um, I've been in May before. We've gone there for other gymnastic and cheerleading competitions. So I'm really hoping I get to go. I like it that time of year. Same thing. The, you know, the weather's not too hot. Uh, you can still get a couple of those random warm pool days if you want to just kind of go out there. I mean, for us, you know, for you it's different because you're used to the weather. For us, if we get an 80 or 90 year old, 80 or 90 year old uh, degree day, my kids will be happy to go in the pool. Uh, for people that are more accustomed to the warmer weather, maybe they're not so ready to go in the pool, but we like going in. So the end of May, you might get a couple of those warm days. All right, so let's, you know, I'll save it for, for coming up because I, I have something I want to ask you about being a northerner versus southerner, about mm-hmm. traveling certain times of year, but it'll, it'll come up later in the list. Um, I like May. What can I say? It's, it's a, see what I did there? I like May. It's gonna <laughs> be May. Um, I, do I have to go that time of year? No, I'd rather go, I think I'd rather go in March than May. But the reason May comes before March is you get warmer weather. I mean, that's basically it. You still get to the end of the festival. You're leading into summer. The crowds haven't quite reached that summer peak. Kids are still in school. Uh, for me, that's a that's a huge, huge draw to be able to go in May. And I think that maybe is why it inched out March to become – but look – once you get down to this, once we get to number six and number six, like these are all great months to go to Disney. Let's, mm-hmm. I mean, let's let's just be real about this. Everything coming up is a fantastic time to go to Disney, and, and we're going to talk about those reasons. So yes, I would love to go in May, uh, but you know, there's another month that I love traveling in. Uh, absolutely love traveling in, and you'll be traveling very close to it. And I know someone else will be traveling. One of other good buddies will be traveling during this time too, and that's uh, number five, January, Mike. I love Disney in January. Love Disney in January. Now, take away, it can be cold. It can be cold sometimes, and you got to bundle up, and you got to enjoy the parks. Uh, but I love January because, especially those first few weeks, those crowds, man. I mean, historically, there's no one there. Mm-hmm. There's no one there. You know, it's that's still one of those slow times at Disney for me, where I'm like, okay, let's uh, let's enjoy it. The first week after New Year's, if you're planning on going to get that winter break, let me tell you, you 
you go from being to max park capacity to crickets. You know, it, it's it's a really they talk about how there's not a lot of dead time at Disney anymore, but those first two weeks of January after New Year's has passed and the New Year's crowd's kind of gone home, uh, that's a good time to go. So if anybody's planning on going and they really want to get that, that winter break to kind of warm up a little bit, get a little vitamin D, January, the first couple of weeks, it's a great time to go. Yeah, I mean, so the first week you have pretty much nothing. Now, you do have the Walt Disney World Marathon starts January 6th. And runs through the tent. So you get that influx of people then, but then everyone leaves. Mm-hmm. I've been in the parks the day after Marathon Weekend, and it's just a, it's just suitcases leaving the resort. Everyone's out. You know what I mean? You don't have 60,000 people all exiting uh, uh, Disney. So those couple weeks right there, other than Marathon Weekend being in the middle, is fantastic. I mean, look, Disney's super smart. If you look at the run Disney races, you have Disney Wine and Dine, right? Uh, November the 5th through the 8th. You have mm-hmm. Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, uh, which is January 6th through the 10th. You have Princess Half Marathon Weekend, which is February 18th through the 21st. And you have Star Wars Rival Run, which is April 15th through the 18th. What do all four of those have in common? Dead months. They're slow. Yeah. Not anymore. Disney said, ha ha, 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 ha. Not only that, we're going to charge you an arm and a leg for you to run around our property. And I paid it. You know, remember, Mike, I was supposed to do my first... Uh, Star Wars race mm-hmm. this past April. I had signed up. I think Katie was going to uh, literally like uh, you know shoot herself in the foot the day before so she didn't have to do it. <laughs> but it's not cheap. It's I not know. cheap. It's know. you know I think I think we were going to run the uh, the ten k and it was like two fifty a person. Yeah. So Disney's smart man. They've got it. They they know what they're doing. So but January for me in those couple days and I I don't know about you. Have you ever been in town for a marathon? Yes. Oh, you were talking about yep. the other day. You were in yep. February. Yeah. I kind of enjoy it. Oh. People call them like the clinkers. I kind of like it. I like seeing people sport their medals around Being the Being on the bus and giving people thumbs up and, you know, yeah. good job. Oh, it's it's great. It's great motivation for people that, too. you know, well, I, I like encouraging people. You know, when I see people with their medals on, hey, good job. How'd you run? Glad, you know, glad you accomplished. We always give them, uh, you know, little high fives, uh, you know, or words of encouragement for doing a good job. Well, we've got the Disney Dads Podcast Sorcerers Running Team. A great Facebook page. If you, It's not just for people who run marathons. All right? It's for anyone that is wanting to make a change in your life to where you know, even if you're just walking or just wanting to get started, um, all those people over there are super motivating. They're super helpful. So if you, if you think, you know what, now's the time. I'm going to get off the couch. I want to reach some goals, you know, 2021, maybe 2020, we've all been locked in. We've all may put on a little few extra pounds, uh, 2021. If that's your goal, go join that page because everyone over there is so amazing and so incredible. And we have everyone from, you know, I may, uh, walk, you know, a mile every couple days to people who literally run almost marathons weekly. Um, and, but everyone there is, is they build up as a community and they motivate and uh, I just love that. So go join the Disney Dads Podcast Sorcerers running uh, page over there and become a part of that community because that's a great, great community. And that way, uh, maybe we'll see you in the parks for a Run Disney event in January. We would uh, we would really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, and we're moving into our top four. And I you you could you could put these four on a dartboard and throw a dart, and I would love all these. I have a hard time making these and saying which one I like more than the other one. Um, at number four, we have November. Mm-hmm. Man, there are some great reasons why November is an amazing time to travel to Disney. 
Yeah, I mean, the weather, the festivals, uh, it's just that overall ambiance. You know, uh, Mickey's Not So Scary is done, you know, the end of October. You, you, But now you're starting to move into, you know, the Mickey uh, Christmas party. You're starting to move into the amazing decorations. Uh, you know, the theme is in the air of just that whole holiday special. Uh, the one week that you really got to be a little leery about is Thanksgiving week. We know mm-hmm. when it comes to November, that could be the one week where it tends to be a little bit more on the busy side. Uh, as we saw, it was a couple of weeks ago, the attendance obviously during all the whole COVID thing wasn't as bad as it's been in past years. And, you know, it was manageable. We had quite a few of our Disney dad family that were down in the parks for Thanksgiving time. But um, I've never been for Thanksgiving, but I have gone during November. I've gone for, you know, the Election Day or the Veterans Day, those times when the kids are out of school. We've got it lucky a couple of times where Election Day and Veterans Day was in the same week, you know, just just the way it planned mm-hmm. out. So we'd go for the whole week, and uh, it was pretty dead. And it was a little chilly. I think we went down to one time, and we were unprepared, and we had to buy sweatshirts when we went down there. So uh, just to get a little bit of extra of our money, and we had to uh, bundle up with some nice sweatshirts. But, you know, it's, it- always, it's always nice. Isn't it great though to have to uh, to have to buy merchandise like before yeah. too? We've had to do that at the parks before. Yeah, we've had to buy sweatshirts because we just weren't prepared for how cold it was. One was a um, one year it was a Mickey's Not So Scary Night, and I'm telling you, man, it was cold. It was like in the low 50s, and I was dressed as Peter Pan, <laughs> and uh, those tights did not do the trick. I needed some more clothes, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, it was it was good. Now let me let me paint you a picture on why November can be absolutely amazing if you plan right, right? So you arrive on October the 31st through a trip through November the 6th, right? Where then you can have one of the last Mickey's Not So Scary parties and the first Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Think about knocking two birds one stone with that. Yep. I mean, that's that's perfect. Also, there's nothing prettier than seeing the Disney parks lit up for Christmas. I can't wait. Have you have you ever been down for Christmas? Yes, yeah, we went okay. uh, during November time. We've gone. Okay, um, I've seen. Uh, luck, luckily, I was able to, and the girls are fortunate enough to see the Osborne Light Show back at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, and that was great. going on. So we we've seen we've seen it. We uh, we were there for a party one time. We we did the Mickey's uh, the Mickey Very Merry Party one time uh, back when the kids were younger. But we were very Disney newbies back then. It was mm-hmm. our you know maybe second third trip as a family. So. Um, you don't take in as much because you're just kind of overwhelmed with everything. So uh, knowing now what I know then, I would, I would look at it through different eyes, obviously. Uh, so I'm really, really looking forward to looking at all the details and kind of just pausing a little bit and seeing all the decorations when I go down in a few weeks. Yeah, it's November for us. Is uh, we, we, we love, love, love Disney November. I was just there uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, the crowds weren't bad. You know, we were able to ride what we wanted to. It's different this year, of course, you know, and of course you don't have all the decorations you would typically have. We were just watching um, Mike on Disney Plus, like the decorating for Christmas special that they have yep. on Disney Plus. Well, they filmed it like two years ago. Right. So I'm looking, I'm like, oh, look, people are hugging and uh, <laughs> there's all lights everywhere and gingerbread houses and, you know, all, all that fun stuff. So, but it was still fun to watch how they, how they decorate all that. It's amazing to me. To watch that transition from Halloween to Christmas almost instantly. Yep. Overnight. I mean, it's, it's, there is Mickey, you know, Mickey's pumpkin stand there, and then all of a sudden there is a massive Christmas, you know, 44 foot Christmas tree. It takes me two weeks to put the lights out in front of my house. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I just finished putting the final, all my stuff, you know? 
and then it'll take me months to get it down. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is, it's crazy. So, uh, it's definitely November for me is great. You still get those pool days. Um, you still get, uh, you know, the, the now we're rolling in. You're still got festivals going on at Epcot. Mm-hmm. You know, you still had food and wine rolling this year. So for me, November is a, is a not miss. Uh, speaking of November, take us to number three there, Mike. Uh, this is going to be a first time for me. Number three on our list is going to be December, and this is going to be my first December trip. You know, when I've done the Christmas stuff before, it's always been November. I think it was that week when it was uh, Veterans Day week and, and Election Day week. So this is going to be my first December trip. Uh, like we talked about earlier before, you know, normally you wouldn't consider Christmas week as a time to go, but with the circumstances this year, I think it's better time to try that out, and I'm super excited. I do want to ask you, though, for someone who's a veteran who's been down there in December, am I, am I bringing shorts on this trip, or am I— this is gonna be a long pants trip. Uh, it's kind of weird for me to uh, wear shorts in December. No, no, no. Bring shorts. Bring shorts. Okay. Yeah, because um, like take for example our trip coming up. We leave in today for everybody uh, listening. Today is December the seventh. We leave on the tenth to go down. On the twelfth, it's gonna be seventy eight degrees. Okay. So and I I've never been in Central Florida over Christmas, but I've been right around it. So and it, you can have days where it's in the mid seventies. I mean it's it's nice. So. Okay. You kind of have to plan for for both. You have to plan for, am I, uh, you know, at night being a little chilly, and for the day you might have some warm weather. So yeah, bring some shorts. Yep. Luckily, I have a backpack with some extra clothes. Oh, you'll have the most massive backpack ever. You're the most prepared person I know. Uh, December for me is there's nothing more magical. I said it than walking down Main Street with Christmas lights and to see Santa come down Main Street and see your kids smile and to see. Uh, you know, just spend that time with family around the literally the most magical time of the year for for most people is uh, is Christmas, and I, uh, I I think it's one thing everyone should experience is going to Disney in December. I think you should go down and see the parks, and you can see the Christmas decorations in November. Yes, it's magical, but there's something about rounding the corner after Thanksgiving where everyone's mindset gets on Christmas, mm-hmm. and you can just feel the joy in the air of the magic kingdom and all the other Disney parks and resorts around Christmas time. And for me, it's just a no brainer. Everyone should and needs to go to Walt Disney world in December. Take us to number two, Mike, because now we're getting into my two favorite months. No doubts about it. Yeah. And I try and make it down this month. This is probably one of my absolute favorite months to go. Uh, I love this time of year. And number two on our list is going to be October. I mean, there's just so many good things about October. The weather, the festivals, Mickey's not so scary. It's just got that really, really cool atmosphere. I love October. I love October even up here in New York. Uh, you know, being in the Northeast, it's, it's that full, crisp weather. Sweatshirt, you know, fire pit in the backyard kind of night. Uh, October's great. I, I love that, especially down in uh, Disney World. Yeah, so October for me... We go every year in October. Um, it you like you said, you start to get that weather change a little bit. I get to go down and do. We typically don't do Mickey's Not So Scary in October, um, but we really because we like going uh, another month to to do Mickey's Not So Scary because it's a little less crowded. But to go down and be down right around um, uh, food and wine, and then be there. You might be able to hear the rain. It is pouring the rain here tonight. Uh, it's like a hurricane outside. Um, but going down and, and, and being around food and wine and being around the parks with all the decorations, this is typically, Mike, our adult trip. So mm-hmm. we typically schedule October 
for it to be our adult trip to go and and we do that and we also go over to the park which we do not name uh over there to do uh halloween horror nights so i love 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 traveling in october to disney it just has everything you want if you're a halloween fan has everything you want if you're a disney fan the crowds aren't bad the uh, weather's fantastic. The food's amazing. The festival's great. Everything that we kind of, all the prerequisites we thought about judging these months on, October has. And I really think you could have flip-flopped one and two and it not have been a big deal at all for me. Yeah, I think a lot of the stuff that we key pointed on October comes to our number one also, September. Uh, a lot of the same thing we were talking about, the festivals. Uh, September and October are kind of one big month, if you, if you look yeah, at it. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, you might get lucky in September where you have those couple of times. I think up here we have some Jewish holidays. Uh, I know the Chris Mastarakis and the family, they've gone down. I've told him, hey, there's like a Thursday and a Monday that the kids are off school up here. So we scoot it down on like, a, you know, we'll cut out on a Thursday and come back on a Tuesday. Kids miss one, two days of school and you got a nice long weekend. You get to hit the parks. Uh, it, it's a nice having those you know uh those northeastern holidays that typically you don't get in other parts of the country so uh we'll do that so uh, september october one and two tomato tomato it could go either way i i think they're both the same it's kind of one long month so to speak i think september for me the only reason it comes in at number one is we typically do mickey's not so scary um because the park night the party night's usually typically not as busy in september as it is october Mm mm-hmm um, and we typically go down like the third week of September. That tends to be Riley's fall break. Um, also, the way we do Disney is we like to lay by the pool. If we go in September, we're guaranteed to have pool days. Still going to be warm, still going to be hot sometimes. And uh, and we can have those pool days during the day and then and then be in the parks in the evenings. And, uh, and I don't know. It just For me, September feels like the best parts of summer mixed with the best parts of fall. Put it together. I mean, it's like the best of both worlds. Having like that warm weather, sunny Central Florida, you know, uh, weather, but also having the lower crowds of the fall with the festivals, with with food and wine, and with uh, Mickey, you know, with Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Um, so for me, September is by far our favorite month of travel. If we had to make a decision, Mike, of I'm traveling one month out of the year and that's it, it would be September, hands down. Wouldn't take a second thought about it and. That's it. That's when we would go every year. No arguments here. Uh, you know, Mike, one thing we did was we uh, we made a fun, man. We uh, we put a question out. Uh, we put a poll up on our uh, Disney Nets podcast patron page. And uh, we asked them. We said, for this week's episode, we want to know your favorite months to go to Disney. And we let them vote for three each. Uh, and we put all 12 of the months up there. I would say our patron family and us have a lot in common. Yeah. Uh, I would say that we really do see disney the same way you can really tell that they're huge disney fans and they probably take into account all the things that we've talked about to make their uh to make their thing so let's let's run through their top 12 real quick um coming in at number 12 and 11 tied was march and july uh i was a little surprised to see march that low on the list uh not to see july i could could definitely see july there but a little uh a little surprise um dan rossi and jessica johnson both loved traveling in march um, I like March too, so that's a that's a good month. Uh, good month for me. Um, let's move into number ten, uh, February. That one, mm-hmm. you know, I could see that. Yeah, February came in at number nine for us, so coming in at number ten for them. 
Uh, Shannon McPherson, Jeremy Hall, and Jessica Larner all enjoy the month of February traveling to Disney. And like I said, there's really not a bad time if you're going to be in the most magical place on Earth. So, uh, Coming in at number nine, eight, and seven, we have a three-way tie with uh, June, August, and April. Uh, once again, those are right there in our list. I mean, if you're looking looking down our list so far, I think we only have one month different than what they have. Yeah. Uh, in April... Um, Craig McFarlane, Jenna Ramey, Anker, uh, and Roxanne all love to travel. Um, in August, uh, Rick Reagan, Lori, John, and Adam Atcher all uh, love to go uh, in June. I think that has to do, or in August, I think that all has to do, too, with time of year. Um, like Adam Atcher, I know uh, his wife is, is a teacher, and so it's probably right before school starts back, they like to head down that way. And also his kids are real big into sports, so it's probably right before like you know, uh, uh, sports seasons are starting up. Mm-hmm. Um, moving in, uh, our next ones, we have another two-way tie coming in with six votes each with September and May. Uh, now, are you shocked to see September this low? Our number one. Yeah, I thought September would be higher on the list. Yeah, me too. Me too. I wonder if it's the fact of everyone sees September as, summer? I don't know, an extension of summer maybe, mm-hmm. like those first couple weeks. Because some schools don't start back till till second week of September, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, September and May. Um, coming in next at number four is January. People are very smart. January was our number five, so we are right there. We're right there together on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, January, great month to travel. And then uh, that one had eight votes at nine votes. December, we just uh, listed. That is at number three for us as well, so we're uh, we're on the same page. At number two, November. And at number one, October with fourteen votes. So, uh, Mike, that's uh, that's pretty spot on, man, with what we what we said. Yeah, surprised? Well, not surprisingly, because you know I think a lot of our Patreon family kind of do Disney the same way we do, and they kind of look at it through the same eyes. And uh, I'm really not surprised. Uh, yeah, I mean their list is pretty much spot on to what we have. Yeah, uh, Greg Wood said September, November, a late September trip coupled with a Mickey's not so scary party is a great way to get into fall. Our experience has been that there are less crowds and the Halloween parties are not oversold the way the Christmas ones are. Uh, Similar experience for Christmas in November. Um, May has a good balance of low crowds. It's not stifling hot. And the trip kicks off summer. I agree with all that. Uh, Katarina Dupree uh, says, May specifically, the beginning right after Mother's Day. Schools haven't let out yet, so crowds are minimal, and the weather hasn't gotten too hot yet. And uh, just now as we're recording, uh, Laura Fee says, uh, lots of life. Mine is kind of weird. We usually go in the summer, but I put December because I really want to go at Christmas time and March because it's my birthday month. So, uh, Laura, I agree. You should go to Disney in December and happy early birthday for your birthday month in March. Um, Mike, dude, I love, love doing stuff like this because there's one thing if you're a Disney fan you do all the time, and that's plan Disney vacations. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do it for a living. But I also do it for fun. I mean, I do it with myself where we're constantly chatting about, hey, when could we go down again? Could we go in March? Well, why should we go then? Let's go in April. Let's go, you know. So I know your family has that conversation all the time, too. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, one good thing about planning those trips, just to kind of have it in the back of your mind, it kind of gets you through the day, too. You know, when you have your trip booked and you got the little countdown going on, you kind of get your, your, 
well, not now fast passes, but, you know, dining reservations, kind of firming up your plans. Or Now, you know, it's a nice plus to be able to have park reservations, to know that I have a park reservation for a specific day, and, you know, I'm going to get to experience Hollywood Studios and whatnot. Uh, you know, one good thing about taking these trips and going at all different times of the year, different times of the year you get to see all different kinds of, you know, festivals and, and activities and all sorts of great Things that our Disney family brings to us and puts on our Facebook page. And there's some amazing pictures, and it brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. Justin, buddy, why don't you tell me what's your Pick of the Week? Yeah, man, this one's an easy one. Uh, I have... I, I know these people very well. They live very close to me, as in next door. Uh, but they're at Disney right now, and it's Jessica Lorner, and she's posting uh, a picture of uh, baby Garen there. And, and she said, we just got to Disney and got a little magic at check-in. Upgraded to a one-bedroom villa at Old Key West. That is magical. You get that big upgrade. Uh, so unbelievably excited. I never have things like this happen to me. We're having so much fun. And just the pictures of them in the Magic Kingdom at that beautiful Christmas tree on Main Street. Uh, Main Street lit up behind them. It, they're having, it looks like they're having an amazing time. And uh, cherish those memories because they grow up extremely fast. Before you know it, they're, uh, they're uh, uh, you know, 8 and 9 and 16 and, you know, and Planet all that. Raves, just, yeah, planning raves when it, their mom goes away. <laughs> it just it flies by. So enjoy this time. Cherish it. Cherish oh, those moments, you know, you uh, because before you know it, you're having to Google third grade math answers so you could figure out what you're doing because uh, I don't have a clue what we were doing tonight. So anyway, uh, Mike, how about you, buddy? Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Susan Martell. And Susan Martell started a little bit of crafting for the holiday season. It was always nice to keep at Disney. And she's got an awesome Christmas uh, uh button with some magic bands in it and she's kind of making her own ornaments very super cool man a lot of creative people in the group and some really cool stuff and it's really nice to be able to incorporate something different to your you know keeping a disney's christmas decorations and i thought it was a very cool idea having the magic band in that uh, ornament that looks very cool yeah man super cool i love crafty people are you crafty not in the slightest no me neither i can't not in the slightest I like to think i am every now and then i'm like ooh, okay i might be able to do this and then i get halfway through and i'm like yeah I mean, I, I work with this. my hands. You know, I, I can build stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I can, you know, I can build a deck in the backyard. But, like, when it comes to, like, artistic, crafty stuff, not, not a clue. Is Laura? Yes. Yeah, she's very good. She's, she's, she's good. You know, she's got that whole Pinterest thing. She'll go on Pinterest yeah, yeah, and she'll yeah. try something. And I'd say nine times out of ten, she nails it, gets great. And then there's always that one where it's like, well, well you know, I tried. So I give, her, really I give her credit. Though. Yeah, it's funny. But I'll, I'll give her credit because she'll definitely – she's not afraid of a challenge, which I, I think is great. So if she sees it on Pinterest, she'll try it. Uh, she's pretty good with like – she likes to get old furniture and, and sand them down and reclaim you know, like reclaim mm-hmm. the wood and do stuff like that. So I give her a lot of credit for that because uh, I don't have the patience for that. No, nah, see, you, you nailed the word right there, patience. I, don't, yeah. I have very little of it. The first time I mess up something, I'm just like throwing things. I can't, yeah. I can't do it. Uh, well, speaking of patience and speaking of things that, uh, that we love and uh, we love spending time doing, and you talked about it a little bit, we got all of our pictures from our Facebook group, the Disney Nets Podcast Facebook family. Uh, go over and join that if you haven't done so yet. It's a great place to chat Disney. It's always 100% positive. It's always 100% Disney. And uh, that's how we get to know everybody and uh, get to know you, your family, and all that. Um, also, look, we like I said, we do have the Sorcerer's uh, running page. Check that out. 
We also have uh, some friends of ours. Look, they've been over. They've been running our gaming page, the GDP gaming page. Uh, they started it. They've been running it. Uh, we really didn't ha- you know, have our hands in that. And they do such an amazing job interacting, getting groups of people together, and we love those guys. Uh, Chad, Seth, Tim, and Aaron have done just incredible. But they have started their own podcast, and it is E through M Gaming Podcast. A uh, little, th- little bit about uh, uh, gaming uh, for everything from E through M. So it's uh, really excited to listen to those guys. Check them out. Make sure to do that. Uh, I will say this, uh, they have, they've created a new Facebook page. Make sure to go over and give it a follow. Uh, come January 1st, we'll be transitioning from our Disney as podcast gaming page over to their page. And so they will be their podcast and their page, uh, because those guys are incredible and we can't wait to follow what they do, uh, with the gaming community and building these groups of people up. So thank you so much to Chad, Seth, Tim, and Aaron for, uh, for putting that, that Facebook group together. Now creating this podcast, good luck to you. We're here if you need anything at all. And, uh, we're excited to watch you grow as a podcast community too and of course they will always be uh be uh, a part of our disney family too um so make sure to go check that out e through m gaming podcast uh look last but not least if you want to give us a hug if you like what we're doing trying to spread some disney positivity uh each and every week with these shows pick up your phone right now Go to iTunes, slap us five stars, leave a nice comment if you enjoy what we're doing. It helps us not only grow the show, but also it's a really, really nice just hug to us. We really do appreciate that love. So thank you all so much for that. Uh, And, of course, we do have our amazing patron family. If you want to become a part of the patron family with extra shows, extra content, uh, private Facebook group, uh, for as little as $2 a month, you can click on the link below this and become a part of that uh, Disney Dads Podcast patron Facebook family uh, and get all that stuff. And I will say this. We have some (laughs) – we kind of hinted at the beginning. We have some huge – huge 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 changes coming january 1st huge changes they will be announced before the end of this year but those changes are going to bring a lot more patron content lots more patron content um so we're super excited about it and we have been wanting to do this for a long time uh but we will be making that announcement here in the next couple weeks and uh it really is going to be awesome mike i cannot wait i'm excited i'm yeah man yeah, yeah I know, right? I'm, I wish Jay was here. I'm terrible at keeping secrets, man. If Jay was here, I'd just blurt it out, but I can't, you know? Uh, I can't believe you kept the secret this long. Oh, it's killing me. It's killing me. It's absolutely killing me. I just want to tell everyone. This is probably the longest you've ever kept a secret. Oh, 100%. You sure you want to give him a hint? So, uh, No, don't no. give it away. Uh, <laughs> I can't, man. I can't. That's like the other night uh, we got our, our friends. I got him a Christmas gift, and... Uh, uh, I literally got it, and I wanted to instantly <laughs> tell him. I was like, I, I, I want to tell you so bad. Uh, patron family, uh, man, we've got some fun topics tonight uh, that I, I wanted to chat. Me and Mike and I wanted to chat with you about. Um, Mike, anything, uh, closing words for our, our Disney Dads podcast uh, family here as we uh, end out this episode? You know, we talked about uh, 12 months of what's a good time to go. You know what? Anytime you can be down in the magic, it's always a great time. Uh, We're looking forward to the next year, 2021, being uh, a new year, new rebirth of just having great times in the park, spending some family of time. And uh, anytime you can make it down there, by all means, get down there, do it. Uh, I missed the big guy tonight. Hopefully we get to see him soon. I know he's been super, super busy. What a surprise. Post office being busy in December. Uh, What do you know? But hopefully we get to see him soon. We desperately, dearly miss him a lot. Uh, Hopefully we'll get him on. And uh, Justin had a great time talking about our favorite times to go and, you know, the best times to go. And I'm looking forward to the Patreon show tonight. Yeah, buddy. Me too, man. Uh, Disney Dads Podcast family, thank you so much. Have an amazing, amazing week. Spread some Disney magic. And until next time, we will see you real soon. Patreon family, hang on. See you around the corner. Have a good night, guys. Have a good night. 
from Mike, Justin, and myself. We want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder... And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.